Misfits Audio Productions presents Restored Old Time Radio. We claim no rights to it. This is released free for entertainment purposes only to restore interest in the golden days of radio. Thank you to Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com for intro music. Remember to visit MisfitsAudio.com. Kellogg's Pep, the build-up wheat cereal, invites you to rock it into the future with Tom Corbett, Space Cadet. Stand by to raise ship, blast off, minus five, four, three, two, one, zero! As roaring rockets blast off to distant planets and far-flung stars, we take you to the age of the conquest of space with Tom Corbett, Space Cadet! Blasting into deep space to the planet Tara in the star system of Alpha Centauri, the space cadets have made a startling discovery. A satellite of Tara that is composed of three-quarters solid copper. Now, as the converted space freighter Annie Jones rests on the precious moon, Tom, Roger, and Astro wait with rising excitement for their commanding officer, Major Connell, to brief them on the most gigantic project ever attempted by man, transporting an entire satellite from one star system to another. Major Connell's been in contact with Space Academy for the past four days, Tom. Talking with every big-shot astrophysicist they have. Yeah, I know, Roger. Finding this copper satellite is one of the big discoveries of space. Hey, I wonder what a thing like this is worth, Tom. Well, I don't know, Astro, but it was enough to make Thurston and Lewis almost commit murder to keep the discovery to themselves. They should have known Major Connell wouldn't let man or beast take over his ship. You're blasted right, Manning, and I won't allow a space-brained cadet to neglect a prisoner in my custody. Who's on prisoner to tail this watch? Well, uh, I am, sir. I might have known. Cadet Manning. One of the first things an officer of the Solar Guard learns is to take care of the needs of his men and his prisoners before himself. Did you know that? Uh, yes, sir. I was just going then to... Then get below and see that Thurston has his rations. And to make sure that you remember in the future, give him yours. Give him mine? Yes, Manning, yours. Maybe you'll think better on an empty stomach. Yes, sir. And all of you report to me on the control deck in ten minutes for briefing. That's all. Blast that character anyhow. Doesn't he ever give a guy a break? You're lucky he didn't give you ten demerits, Roger. But now I have to go without a meal. Oh, that's all right, Roger, old boy. You can live off the fat of your head. Now, pay attention, boys, because I'm only going to say this once. As you know, the Solar Alliance copper supplies are so low that the discovery of this satellite is of utmost importance. Our job is getting it back to Earth. Back to Earth? Well, how can we get a satellite 10 miles in diameter through 25 billion miles of open space? If you'd give the Major a chance, you Venusian clunk, he'll tell you. Clunk, listen, you skinny Knock radar. off that space gas. Yes, sir. Aye, aye, sir. Now, to answer your question, Astro, getting it back is the trickiest part of the job. Why not just dig out the copper and haul it back in spaceships, sir? Too long and too costly, Corbett. We've got to take the whole thing, and we've got to do it fast. Now, listen closely. This satellite, which I've named Tara Jr., is a captive of Terra, just as our moon is a captive of Earth. And Terra revolves around its sun, Alpha Centauri. Our problem will be to use Terra's orbital speed and Junior's orbital speed in combination 
Time them so we can use them to spring Junior loose. Well, how do we get the orbital speeds to help us, Major? Remember when you were kids and you tied a rock on the end of a rope and swung it around your head? Well, sure, sort of like a slingshot. That's right, Corbett. Now, if you released the rope, the rock would fly in the direction it was headed when you let go. I get it. Then the gravity of Tara is the rope holding the satellite, uh, making it swing around. And a reactant power unit could be the trigger to make it let go. It's as simple as that, boys. Well, how do we stop it after we get it rolling? The chances of Junior hitting anything on the way home are so small it doesn't present a problem. So we just aim Junior for our solar system. Arrangements will then be made to steer it into the orbit around the sun. Hey, that sounds pretty neat. It is, but we only have four days, five hours, and 17 minutes to pull Junior out of Terra's grip and later the grip of Alpha Centauri. You boys will have to work like you've never worked before. You'll do things you never dreamed you could do. You'll work until your brains ache and your bodies scream. But when you've finished, you will have accomplished one of man's greatest challenges. You're going to do this because I know you can. And because I'm going to see that you do. Is that clear? Yes, right, sir. Captain Rosa. Now, between the four of us, we've got to send a hunk of copper ten miles in diameter, hurtling through 25 billion miles of space. So let's get that ball rolling. Right now. 25 billion miles from Earth in the star system of Alpha Centauri, three space cadets and their commanding officer prepare for an almost impossible task, transporting a satellite through space toward Earth. Now, as Major Blastoff Connell roars, cajoles, and pleads with his young spacemen, they assemble the mass of information necessary for the big push through space. I tried building that lead baffle for the uranium five times already, sir. I'm having trouble getting the amount of reactant power we need in a unit that small. Maybe you're trying to make it too small, Astro. Remember, this unit has but one job, to start the reaction. When the U-235 gets hot enough, it'll start a reaction of the copper on Terra Jr. and sustain itself. Try a smaller amount of reactant. But whatever you do, keep working. Only a day and a half left. Aye, aye, sir, but I won't guarantee it. I don't want your guarantee. I want that unit. Now build it. There you are, Skipper. All set. An electronic fuse that'll set off the reactant mass for initial escape velocity. And it's delivered a day ahead of time. Good work, Manning. Excellent. Ah, that's nothing, Skipper. Now I want to see how smart you really are. Huh? I want a communications unit we can plant on Terra Junior that'll send out a constant signal as long as it's in transit back to Earth. In one day? Impossible, Skipper. Cadet Manning, I didn't ask for your opinion. I asked for a signal unit. But one day, sir, I can't. I know I can't. Roger, now, did I ever tell you that I think you have one of the finest brains for electronics I've ever known? Oh, why, uh, thank you, sir. And come to think of it, I might be able to duplicate that new transmitter and then use some of that stuff Astro's got for power. That's more like it. Get to it. Well, it looks like we're all set. Now, you all know your assignments. We'll take jet boats and go out in pairs. Corbett and myself, Manning and Astro. We'll set up the reaction explosives on Terra Jr. at the points marked on your maps. When you finish, set the fuses and return to the ship. But watch your timing. If we fail, it'll be more than a year before Junior will be in the same position again. How much time do we have left, Corbett? Six hours and 17 minutes. Mm, not much, but enough. It shouldn't take more than five hours to set up the reaction units and get back to the ship to blast off. All clear? Right, Captain. Yes, All right, put your spacesuits and helmets on and move out. We're going to pitch the biggest ball in history, and it had better be a strike. <laughs> Give me the fuses, Roger. The reactor's all set. Here, Astro. 
Don't forget to set it for maximum time. Two hours and 15 minutes. Hey, you're wrong, Roger. It's three hours and 15 minutes. Listen, you ape, I built the thing. I'm telling you, it's two hours and 15 minutes. But, Roger, we... Two hours. Okay, you ought to know. You made the fuses, but I still think you're wrong. What's the time, Corbett? Terra Jr. gets a big jolt in exactly one hour and 40 seconds from now, sir. Fine. That gives me just enough time to notify Space Academy to get set to start receiving Terra Jr.'s radio signal. You know what to do? I don't have to do anything, sir. Roger spliced in all the fuse circuits to this clock. In one hour and ten seconds, she goes off automatically. Good, good. Anything done with electronics and time properly is better than manual operation. Less chance of human error. By the craters of Luna, what's that? The explosion, sir. They went off ahead of time. But you said we had plenty of time. Oh, we did, sir, unless... Landing and Astro made a mistake. We got it on the button, Astro, right on time. This baby's a perfect strike all the way home. Manning, what time did you set the fuses for? Why, 16 hours and 53 minutes, sir. Is there something wrong? Yes, Manning, everything's wrong. You set the fuses an hour too soon. It should have been 17 hours, 53 minutes. But I... I That's I... all right, Roger. We've all been working hard, and one little mistake is bound to show up in an operation like this. It's all my fault. I should have checked those fuses myself. Well, does an hour too soon make much difference? A lot of difference, Astro. But how, sir? It's like this, Corbett. I thought we had the explosions timed, so at the proper moment, we'd pull Junior out of his orbit and send him into space. But by being an hour too soon, we send it into the sun instead. But there must be something we can do to correct it, sir. Not a thing, Corbett. Instead of supplying the Solar Alliance with copper... In another week, Tara Jr. will be hardly more than a molten piece of space junk. Stand by to blast off. We're heading home. This mission's a failure. Honest, Astro, I've never been more miserable in my life. Don't let it get you down, Roger. Major said it was a mistake anyone could make, and besides... But have you seen the way he just talks to us these past three days? No yelling or blasting our ears off, no demerits, nothing. He just stays in his quarters. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'd rather have him blowing his jets than the way he is now. Tom must feel pretty rotten, too. I haven't seen much of him, either. Yeah, he's doing nothing but working. I don't think he's slept since we left. That's all my fault. I'm nothing but a big mouth with an asteroid for a head. Hey, where are you going? I almost forgot. I got to give our prisoner a meal. The way I feel now, I'd like to shove it down his throat. All right, Thurston. Come and get it. Well, well, well. Where's the big Manning spirit? Kind of got you boys down since that loudmouth Connell failed on your little mission, huh? Listen, you space crawler. One more word and I'll come in there and pound that head of yours in a space truck. I wish you'd try it, you little squirt. I'd break you in two. Okay, pal. I'm going to give you that chance. Yeah, when? Right now. Sorry about the teeth, Thurston. I forgot you had to eat. It's a beautiful job of calculation, Corbett, but it's too risky. I've already talked to Roger and Astro, sir, and we'd like to volunteer to try it. That's right, sir. I'd uh, like another chance at Tara Jr. Oh, you would, huh, Manning? What happened to you? Is that a black eye you've got? Uh, uh, no, sir. I just bumped my head on the radar scope. 
Now, about Tara Jr., It's worth sir, a I... try, isn't it, sir? Tom's idea sounds pretty good to me. It is, but... Uh... It was Govert again, Govert. Junior is falling into its sun at a speed of 22 miles a second right now. But we could land on it in a jet boat, set up more nuclear explosions to blast her out of the sun's grip and on our way to Earth. We wouldn't get as much speed as before, but we'd still save the copper. Now, let's see. We could get back to Taro in three days and prepare the reactant and fuses on the way. We might be able to do it, Corbett. Why is the time figured so close, Tom? It has to be, Astro. We know the pull of the sun is so much, and the power of the jet boat is so much. When the sun's pull becomes greater than the escape speed of the jet boat, well, you just keep going into the sun. It'll take at least three men to set up the explosions in the amount of time we have, just two hours. Well, one of us will have to stay behind. Hey, not me. I'm going. All right, all right. Now we'll draw numbers. One, two, three, and four. The man who draws number four stays. Well, fair enough, sir. Wait, I'll write them on some slips of paper. Okay, you pick, Astro. Number two. I go. Roger. Number one, I go. Tom? Number four, I stay. That leaves me to go with Astro and Roger. But, sir, I... Never mind the butts. Manning, get me a course back to Tara Jr. Astro, stand by the power deck for course change. Tom, stand by the control deck. We're going back and snatch a hot copper filling right out of the Sun Star's teeth. Attention, space freighter, to Major Connell. 36 minutes to blast off. 36 minutes to blast off. Oh, Corbett. Huh? Thurston! Take your hand off that wrench or I'll freeze you with this parallel ring. How in places did you get loose? Your buddy Manning decided he wanted to paste my ears back, so I let him. He was so anxious to make me lose a few teeth, he didn't notice the spoon I kept. Spoon? Yeah, spoon for a few teeth, a good trade. I waited for your pals to leave the ship, and then I short-circuited the lock on the cell. Now get over to the controls. We're going back to Tara. Tara? But Major Connell, Roger, and Astro are on that satellite. If I'm not around to pick them up, they'll fall into the sun. Well, ain't that too bad. So they're gonna fry. But if you don't start this wagon up, you're going out the airlock and freeze. Now get to work. In a desperate attempt to save the copper satellite from falling into the sun, Roger, Astro, and Major Connell race against time to set up additional nuclear explosions to blast the priceless moon out of the deadly grip of Alpha Centauri. But they are unaware that Thurston has escaped from his cell and has forced Tom to fly the space freighter Annie Jones back to Tara. Keep this space wagon driving, Corbett. Open those rockets wide. Listen, Thurston, give the fellas a break. If I don't pick them up, they'll be killed. Oh, ain't that just too bad? Look, I promise nothing will happen to you. We'll let you go free. Shut your mouth and concentrate on them controls. You and Major Connell and those other cadets are the only guys who have anything on me. Now, you don't think I'm going to let you stay alive, do you? Why, you dirty, low-down space crawler. Get back to those controls, Carpenter. I'll blast you with this ray and pitch you out of the air like so. Help me. Okay, Thurston. You win. That's better. Hey, what are you doing? You want more speed, don't you? Okay, but don't try any funny stuff. I don't see how I can. You've got me nailed with that parallel ray. Where are you going? Just have to adjust the reaction mixture for this speed. Oh, yeah? Well, I happen to know you do that at the main panel. Get back. Sure, Thurston, but not before I adjust something else. Hey, what are you doing? I'm floating. You're a spaceman. Let's see how you handle free fall. Hey, you little space pup, I'll freeze you stiff. Try again, Thurston. Hey, I'm going backward and I can't stop. Sure, the recoil of your gun. Now I'll take over. This is what they call free fall wrestling, pal. Let me let go. Yeah, sure, after I do a little freezing of my own. 
Sweet dreams, pal. Now start praying I can pull the fellas off that satellite, because if I can't, you'll wind up frying in the sun with us. There's only one answer, boys. Thurston's escaped and taken over the ship. I can't think of any other reason Tom would abandon us like this. Yes, you're right, sir. Boy, it's going to get pretty hot soon. Any chance to Major Connell? Come in, Major. Roger. Astro, can you hear me? Listen, sir, it's Tom. Look, there's the Annie Jones. It's headed this way. By the craters of Luna, he's coming back. Roger, Astro, someone come in. Connell to Annie Jones. Corbett, what happened? I haven't time to explain, sir. Blast off in your jet boat. I'll pick you up. It's no use, Tom. We've used all our power. Well, then stand by. I'm putting the Annie Jones on automatic and coming in for a landing. No, Corbett. There's nothing you can do. We're too far gone into the sun's pull. You'll never blast off again. I don't care if we all wind up cinders. I'm coming in. Tom, unless Astro can build enough pressure in those cooling pumps to handle the emergency reactant fuel, we're done for. We'll never get off this moon. Power deck to control deck. Come in, Astro. Almost ready, Major. Maximum pressure is 800. We're 778 now, sir. Very well, Astro. Let it build up to an even 800 and blast at my command. Manning? Here, sir. Are we all clear? All clear, sir. Stand by the control deck, Tom. And if you've ever twisted those dials, twist them now. Aye, aye, sir. Pressure up to 791. Give us the works, Astro. 796. Stand by to fire all rockets. Make it good, you Belosian clock. 799, sir. 800. Fire all rockets. Report from power deck, sir. Acceleration normal. We're out of the sun's gravity field. And out of danger now. Corbett, you did a tremendous job. You're the one who got us off, sir. I just followed orders. Well, all right. But the log will tell the whole story. And I might add, wipe out a number of those demerits. Thank you, sir. Major Connell. Major. Yes, Manning. I just took final observations on the copper satellite. She cleared the sun and is swinging wide around the other side, heading for our own solar system. Well, looks like that's the icing on the cake, boys. Our mission is a complete success. Well, what do I do about that creep, Thurston? Nothing. He's in the brig, isn't he? Well, not yet. I was too busy to lock him up. It's a wonder he didn't start acting up again. Oh, he did. But I quieted him down. Oh, you did, huh? Yes, sir. But I think maybe now he'd better be put in the brig. He's running out of teeth. <laughs> miss the next action-packed adventure with Tom Corbett, Space Cadet, when the crew of the Polaris returns to deep space to explore a newly discovered planet and find themselves marooned with death. Tune in same time, same station for the next thrilling interplanetary adventure with Tom Corbett, Space Cadet. Brought to you by Kellogg's Pep, the build-up wheat cereal. Tom 
Tom Corbett, Space Cadet, starring Frankie Thomas, can also be seen on television and appears in the comic sections of many of America's leading newspapers. Look for it daily and in weekend editions. Featured in the cast are Jan Merlin, Al Markham, and Louis Van Ruten. Today's program was written by Richard Jessup, directed by Drex Hines. Jackson Beck speaking.